amen and amen all right this morning we'll continue in our journey of life in the spirit we have been looking at this discussion of life in the spirit uh last week we had a very good uh excursion <laughs> we traveled a little bit outside of what we're discussing normally because we had the ministry of pastor kinsley Okonkwo, and I, I i i believe you were really really blessed by that if you were not here or you have not listened again it's on youtube in fact i think on youtube they even have it as a separate ministration so you just go straight into it and be blessed by that ministry all right this morning i want to speak on what i call the law of the spirit of life the law of the spirit of life romans chapter 8 romans chapter 8 i will read from verse 1 to 6 romans chapter 8 from verse 1 to 6 the bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death verse 3 for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh god did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned sin in the flesh verse 4 that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit verse 5 for those who live according to the flesh set their mind on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace the law of the spirit of life we have been looking at this whole conversation of life in the spirit we started from the story or the engagement that nicodemus brought to jesus in john chapter 3 when nicodemus came to jesus at night and was asking some probing question and you would think that after so many years that nicodemus asked that question everybody on earth now knows the answer to the question that nicodemus came to ask nicodemus came to ask a question from jesus that borders on the fact that how do you make supernatural things happen naturally how do you bring the supernatural of god on the scene and jesus began to have a conversation with him telling him the fact that you need an agency different from the flesh uh, jesus was beginning to educate nicodemus to tell him that look everybody born of a natural adam will be subject to everything adam was subject to but for you to be able to operate like me what you see me do i am the second adam and the second adam for you to be able to walk in the frequency of the second adam there needs to be another birth but this time around this birth is by the agency of the spirit and jesus said anyone that is born of the flesh is flesh but anyone that is born of the spirit is spirit and jesus began to introduce what really powers life and when we started this conversation we were talking about the fact that there is the spiritualization of all things 
that in fact when people tell you don't spiritualize things you are not spirit you are not the one spiritualizing it it is god that spiritualized things god made sure that everything you see in the physical is supported not just by what you see alone there is something you don't see that is supported that is why when sometimes some people are taking care of some things on the physical level alone and not fixing the sponsoring agency that physical thing will not last because you are not taking care of it from where it is coming from and so jesus showed nicodemus that look there is something more than the natural there is something more than here and now there is something more than the tangible in fact the tangible is not as tangible as the intangible the tangible is not as real as the unseen many people will tell you if i don't see it i don't believe it <laughs> if if i can't touch it i don't believe it let me tell you the truth there are more things you don't see there are more things you cannot touch that are controlling more things or all the things you can see and touch so the control system is where we are saying we need to live life from we need to understand that as children of god god has called us to participate and to live like he will live like and to live like jesus lived because when jesus was here on earth jesus showed us a dimension of life a dimension of living that was different from the first Adam. Jesus was not living like the first Adam. He was not subject to the same problem in that sense. He was subject to the problem, but the problem did not overcome him. He was subject to the same thing. He was a man of like passion. He was a person that would be tired and all that kind of thing. But he had an advantage because he knew how to tap and he knew how to bring life out of a realm that was different from this realm. So, ladies and gentlemen, we said in that first uh, discussion that life is very spiritual. That there is a spiritual component to life. That life is already spiritualized by the God that created it. That the things that we see were made from things that do not appear. That's what Hebrews tells us. It says we understand, Hebrews chapter 1, that by faith uh, God uh, framed the heavens and the earth. Uh, so that the things which are seen were made from things that do not appear. So that means that before God created what you saw, he created what you don't see. In fact that explains why we see technology evolving and i like the i like how some people get humble and say we found it not that we made it because it was already existing there we found it not that we made it we we we, we were just catching up with what was already existed because sometimes you ask yourself the question why did we not have this technology 20 years back did you think the technology came 20 years back right from the foundations of the earth we understand that when god said let there be light when god said let there be this god made everything available but some of them did not appear then some of them are appearing now some of them will later appear technology will happen in such a way that maybe air travel will not be like supersonic where you are going to make it to africa in probably four hours from california can somebody say amen <laughs> well i know that uh, they need to make that thing be a little more comfortable because i mean uh, you know that would be interesting but it's possible i mean the other day i was listening to youtube a, a message and many of you do it especially younger people here it's two times two x their speed of listening is 2x and i was and recently i started thinking that i'm beginning to think in 2x and i'm beginning to talk in 2x because i'm, 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 I'm talking very fast because i found out that if you increase the speed you'll still be able to hear especially if it is not music if it is a preaching you'll be able to hear and you will hear a message of one hour in 30 minutes can you imagine that <laughs> what technology did and some people are wondering how, 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 how is that but it has already been since because the bible said he spake 
and he stood <laughs> you understand when god said let there be light you you'll be wondering how all of, all of that happened but if you understand the science of how light travels and all of that kind of thing you understand that there was some scientific feat that happened within those statements that made light to appear from nothing so i'm saying all of that to just say this there are many things that science is catching up with that god had already settled before god had already done so you and i need to understand that there is a spiritual dimension to all things there is a spiritual dimension to all things there is nothing in the natural that does not have a spiritual dimension and many times people focus on the natural alone they focus on the fact that people don't like me physically speaking they focus on the fact i don't have something in the physical but they don't understand that you can control what is happening physically with a spiritual dimension they don't understand that the life in the spirit can affect the life in the physical they don't understand that if you tap in if you rely on if you know how to make the law of uh, of the spirit of life to operate the bible said that law will deliver you from the law of sin and death because on this earth there is a law called the law of sin and death you can be delivered from the law of sin by the reason of salvation by the reason of giving your life to Christ but there are still some people that the law of death is still functional even after they've given their life to Christ why because they are not operating with the fullness of the law of the spirit of life there is a law called the law of the spirit of life it is a law that makes the buoyancy of the spirit of God the buoyancy of what is available in the spirit to be applicable in the now to be able to bring it out and to superimpose it on the present to be able to make it operational every time you read in the bible and you see men that behave as if they were not men you see men that do things and you are wondering that do they make this kind of men nowadays do do, do this kind of men see exist because sometimes some people are saying where are the days of elijah where are the days of moses but you see the problem is not the days of elijah the problem is not the days of moses it is that man, many of us don't understand how how to use the law of the uh, spirit of life to be able to operate like those days but ladies and gentlemen those days are not over those days are not gone the days of miracles are not over the days of force here the lord the days of god doing miracles the days of dry bone becoming life again those days are not over it may not happen exactly like it happened in the story of ezekiel but god can bring a life a life back into a business god can bring life back into a marriage god can bring life back into somebody's brain a student who seemed like they have reached a, a, a diminishing return level where the more they put in work the less the series are God the God of Ezekiel 37 is able to make that dry bone to come alive and can I stand on that word this morning and decree and declare that in the name of Jesus every dry bone hear the word of the Lord come back to life in the name of Jesus life in the spirit to enjoy life in the spirit you need to understand that life is spiritual life is very very spiritual ah you spiritualize too many things no 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 god did it that way the first person that began to move the first personality that began to move in what we now call our earth the bible said what the spirit of god remember in genesis chapter one if you read verse two there was darkness there was void and the spirit of the lord moved upon the surface of the deep all right the spirit of god to show you that before anything happened 
the spirit moved the spiritual side began to take form before the physical side took form equally speaking when another dimension of life wanted to flow out in acts chapter 2 acts chapter 2 is like a parallel to acts, uh, genesis chapter 1 in genesis chapter 1 physical life the first adam the influence of the first adam we began to see it from genesis chapter 1 but by acts chapter 2 the influence of the last adam all that jesus did in matthew mark luke and john now was now crystallized and was going to be uh, uh, democratized or was going to be spread abroad among so many people and the bible said before that happened also the spirit of the lord began to move so uh, what you saw was that it was that spirit of the lord that moved that even made the church to emerge later on in that acts chapter 2 and then following the books uh, the, the chapters in acts so what it just means is this the spirit is very important the spirit is very important the, the devil understands this or people that follow him also understand it and they maximize it they maximize it you see there are many things that many of us think is natural many of us think is random but it's sponsored it's sponsored for from a dimension and when it is sponsored from that dimension the result it will get will be different from the results that people in a natural sense get all right so remember this life is very spiritual now to maximize this life that is very spiritual you have to subscribe to what is the bible speak about in that romans chapter 8 and verse 2 to the law of the spirit of life you have to subscribe to the law of the spirit of life you see sometimes when people hear law the first thing that they think of is the law of moses they think about law and then they think the opposite of law is grace and then every time people say law they think old testament and then when they say grace they think new testament there is a dimension of law that is old testament but there is a dimension of the law that is every testament <laughs> that is every day uh, in fact science tells us that there are laws of science you know laws of motion and all of that kind of thing so science tells us that that law has not necessarily completely as a word been completely ab abrogated so in this example and in this context that we are dealing with this morning it is not talking about the law of moses it is talking about the 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 standard the, the framework that holds a particular entity and it's saying there is a framework that holds up the spirit life it is called the law of the spirit of life the bible says for the law of the spirit of life jesus can make people free ladies and gentlemen when you gave your life to christ what god plugged you into is massive but and, and what god plugged you into can make you free it didn't completely make you free but it has the potential to make you free so for you to make that freedom possible for you to make that freedom reality you need to know how to maximize and operate from that law of the spirit of life and that's what the bible is saying there it says for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus it says that law has made me free the law of the spirit of life it has made me free the law of the spirit of life it has made me to be able to overcome the other laws that are in existence the law of sin the law of death it has made me to have supremacy but ladies and gentlemen you need to know how that law functions you see the law of the spirit of life is 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 the law that states that the life of god available through the spirit of god is obtainable when the spirit of man gives focus to the spirit of god let me take it again the law of the spirit of life this law simply states that the life of god 
is available through the spirit of god and obtainable when the spirit of man gives priority or focus to the spirit of god there are two spirits here there is the human spirit and there is the spirit of god the life in the spirit works when you understand the role of the human spirit and the role of the spirit of god it is not everything the spirit of god there is also something about the spirit of man look at the scripture man has a spirit and that spirit is very useful in the life of the spirit look at the scripture proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27 proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27 the bible says the spirit of a man, of, of man is the candle of the lord searching the inward parts the spirit of a man is the candle of the lord the reason why some people look small is not because they are really small is because they don't know how to leverage the spirit of man which is the candle of the lord to present it to god in such a way that it will light it up it is not because God can light you up, but you have not understood that you have a part to play. You have not understood that when God wants to really move, when the Spirit of God wants to move, it's not like a demonic spirit. It's not going to take you over like that. It's going to work with the partnership with your human spirit. Your human spirit has to cooperate. And that's why when Jesus saw that woman in, in John chapter 4, if you start reading from verse 23, John chapter 4 verse 23, Jesus says, the hour is coming and now is that hour we're true worshippers we're people that are going to maximize what we call worship what we call service to God what we call oblation what we call uh, 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 penance and operational things with God uh, they, he said there is a time coming when those people that are going to really maximize that uh, experience are going to do it in spirit and in truth or they are going to do it with their spirit their spirit is going to be in tune they are going to tune into the frequency of god ladies and gentlemen the reason why sometimes we don't see god is not absence god is always present there is a part of god that we call the omnipresence of god the omnipresence of god states that god is everywhere even in hell god is there but there is another dimension of the presence of god called the manifest presence of god where god is not just there god shows off all right where god is not just available god shows up in a way that is very tangible and the difference usually between the omnipresence of god and the manifest presence of god is when there is a man or a woman or man in that space that understand that the spirit of man is the candle of the lord and present that spirit to him so that he will light it off it is when he lights that spirit off that you begin to get things that you begin to know things that you do not know before that you begin to operate in dimensions that you could not have operated before ladies and gentlemen this is not all of you this is not the best version of you there is a dimension of you that if you subscribe to what i'm talking about this morning that you will shock yourself there are some of us we think that all our education is all there is to be i i i beg to differ this morning i am telling you there is a life and the spirit of god there is something that is possible in this our spirit life that we are that if you by your human spirit tap into it connect into it and that buoyancy from the spirit of god uh, comes upon your human spirit you begin to do some things that are very different remember that when jesus came as jesus 
he came as jesus of nazareth it was jesus born in nazareth but before jesus died he died as jesus christ sometimes when people hear the word christ they think that's his last name christ is not his last name he, did, he wasn't born as jesus christ he became jesus christ and how did he become jesus christ is that partnership of his own spirit his human spirit while he was here on earth with the spirit of god that's why the bible says in acts chapter 10 and verse 38 acts 10 38 it says how god anointed jesus of nazareth <laughs> so when did jesus of nazareth become jesus christ when god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and with power and the bible said the resultant effect of that was that he was living life in the spirit he was doing good he was doing philanthropy but his philanthropy was not powered by just i want to do some good things no there was a sponsorship there was a thing that it was pushing him and the bible recognized that it was the holy spirit that came upon him that's why he was doing good so sometimes when you don't see good in your life maybe the partnership is something to question because the bible says how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and with power he said everywhere he went he was doing good that's the song we used to see that everywhere jesus went he was doing good and let, let me tell you the truth because you have now been engrafted into him because galatians chapter 3 and 13 says that the blessing of abraham is supposed to become our own blessing through christ so you are now joint heirs with him so if jesus was doing good i also i should be doing good if jesus is the light of the world i'm also the light of my world i should be doing good but for me to really do good by god I need the Holy Spirit. I need my spirit in partnership with the Spirit. So this morning, God is telling you that there is possibility. There is a law of life that can power your life. There is a law of life that can power your life. You don't have to live natural. You don't have to live, so to say, in the flesh. Let me say this to you. There are probably three major types of people that you can meet in the world there are probably three major types of people you can meet in the world the first person you will meet is a natural man a natural man a natural man is somebody that was born has a birth date but has not been born again that was what nicodemus was in Gen in john chapter 3 he was just a natural man now jesus told him that look you have to for you to experience and enjoy life in the spirit you have to graduate from being a natural man there are things that are possible on the natural face but there are things that are impossible unless you move from that natural man so there is a natural man now after you become born again you become born as a babe you become born as a babe nobody becomes born again and becomes mature in the things of the spirit the same day they became born again they they, they, they start as a baby there is there's no problem as starting as a baby second peter chapter 2 verse 2 says as newborn babes so there is the, the bible identifies and recognizes that you can come to kind and there will be a part uh, time in your life that you will be referred to as a baby but the problem is this many people stay as babies because a baby in god is a canal man there is a natural man there is a canal man a canal man is somebody that is born again but you cannot see the life of god in that person he talks he acts he thinks like somebody that is not born again he has accepted the life of christ but he has not given his life to christ all right oh you think well, he came out he gave his life to christ well is jesus he received the gift the bible says in john chapter 1 verse 2 
John chapter 1 uh, verse 12, excuse me. John chapter 1 verse 12. He says, as many as believed him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. So what happens when you say you come to Jesus is he gives you power to become the sons of God. You are born again. But when you are born again and don't do anything about that experience and don't partner with the spirit of God more and more, what happens to you is that you become a babe. You remain a babe. And there are many characteristics of a babe. But let me share one with you this morning and then we'll begin to move. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And verse 14. Many, many characteristics of a babe. You can know babe by their what they say. You can know babes by how they behave. They are offended about everything. They will come to church. They feel the service is too long. They will come to church. They feel somebody looked at them in a funny way. Everything people do to them, they take it at God. That's a baby Christian. Uh, you see a baby Christian, they will be giving God ultimatum. They will say, God, if you don't do this, I will not serve you again. Ah. You see, sometimes there are things you don't tell God. Because if you really look at it within the context of size, resources, <laughs> who, is, who is going to lose? It's like me, I come and meet God and I say, eh, if you don't do me something, I won't praise you. You'll be like, ah. <laughs> the last time I checked, the people that are praising me on my payroll, unlimitedly, they are more than the people that I'm still saying, my, oh, that man will praise the Lord. The, the angels are just praising. They, it doesn't, you, don't, you don't see in this Bible that say, oh, the angels will praise the Lord. It's man that they are encouraging to praise the Lord. The angels, they are paid to praise the Lord. The 28 and 40 elders, they've had, these guys have seats. They've not occupied their seat in a long time. They're always on their feet, uh, on their knees. I'm buying that. And then you are now coming and say, hey, why, why should I praise God? What has he done for me? And God is like, who is losing? Who is, who, who is losing? So there are some things you don't say to God, but you see people say it. Why? Baby Christian. Babes. Pull it up. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 14. Ephesians chapter 4 and 14. It says that you no longer be children. How? Tossed to and fro by and carried away by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, in the corny craftiness of deceitful plotting. What is the Bible saying here? It says that when you hear a message, you hear things, you hear a new teaching, and you are easily swayed like this. It says there is a diagnosis of those oscillation. It says you are a babe. There are some people, what they believe in January, they don't believe in June again. They change everything. Ah, I used to believe in tight before. I don't believe in it. Because there is something about people that have come to maturity. They live by conviction. They don't even live by what they see alone. They live by conviction, trust in the Lord. The reason why some people are able to go long distance with God is not only what they see in the present. They have come to judge God faithful. You know, it was that journey from babe to maturity that Abraham was taking. Apparently, it was that journey that would determine whether he will have his Isaac or stay with Ishmael. Maybe it's that journey that somebody is still going through. You have an Ishmael now. You have gone around and occupied yourself and done something. And you have a result that looks like the result, but it's not the result. And God is saying, if you journey with me, if you walk with me, and I transition you from a babe Christian, and you become mature in me, you will be able to birth your Isaac. And for you to birth your Isaac, you need to come to a place where you are persuaded. You are persuaded. I will not be moved by what I see. I am persuaded. The Bible is speaking about... Abraham in Romans chapter 4 
Romans chapter 4, if you start reading from verse 16 down all the way to 20, the Bible says, He be not weak in faith, or he did not stagger at the promise of God, but he said he was strong in faith. <laughs> Why was he strong in faith? He was persuaded. And how did we see that he was strong in faith? He was praising God when he did not see it. He judged that God is the one that called those things that be not or God is the father of spirits and I understand that if I don't see it in the physical there are there's a dimension that is called the spiritual that he might have taken care of him I will celebrate him for that dimension I can't see so that I will see it in the dimension I can see maturity and God is calling many of us into that realm now because some of us it's with the, our relationship with God is almost like give me, give me, give me all give me all, I will stop following you that was what the children of Israel were doing in the wilderness it was almost like God, we want manna if you give them manna, they will serve him for a little bit, and after a while oh, we need meat, oh, he gives them quail, and after a while, oh we, we are even remembering cucumbers and onions and garlics and and God is like don't you understand the man is not supposed to be living by what he sees man is supposed to be living by every word of god really our sustenance is really really on one matter the word it is not what you see our sustenance is not resolved this is june 2023 by some goals that some of us wrote we should have been in a particular place by now and so what when you are not there does that change that there's still god and so what when it has not happened the way you planned it does that mean that there is still god or not god does god have to do it by your own time it doesn't make all things beautiful in his time uh, for you to get to that space where you are not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine ladies and gentlemen god is telling you and i that it takes growth it takes some maturity because you see you don't want to be a natural man you don't want to be a canal man canal man and natural man they are pretty much they look alike the only difference is that you see the canal the canal man has some uh, travel document to heaven uh, i mean I, I don't have time to talk about that but he he is a candidate but he, he can mess things up too but he's a candidate but that's not just what god wants god wants heaven on earth God wants you to be able to bring the life of God on this earth. So, there is the carnal man, but there is the natural man. There is the carnal man, which we can understand and see how this guy vacillates and moves between things. And there is the spiritual man. And that is the person that God wants you to be. This spiritual man is the one that knows how to operate the law of the spirit of life. Let's go to that law right now. And just push it a little bit before we pray this morning. Romans chapter 8 again. Romans chapter 8. How do I make the law of the spirit work? You make the law of the spirit work when you have been joined to the Lord in one spirit through salvation. When you have received him. When you become born again. The Bible says, Jesus speaking to Nicodemus in that John chapter 3 from verse 1 to 8 that... When you are born of the spirit when you are you allow the spirit of god to give birth to you by being born again you have been born of the spirit but you don't stay there to operate the spirit of life that is just the beginning of the journey the journey continues and the bible says in verse 5 of romans chapter 8 and by the way romans chapter 8 is a very good book to read a very good passage for life in the spirit 
in fact many of the other things that i will say about this life in the spirit will come from romans chapter 8 read it again and again and situate yourself there and ask god to grant you grace romans chapter 8 verse 5 the bible says for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh how do i maximize switch activate operate the life of the or, or, or the law of the spirit of life how do i maximize activate it the bible says the activation of the life of the flesh or the carnal mind it is when you set your mind on things of the flesh but those who live or those who have the law of the life of the spirit of life he says there are those who set their mind according to the things of the spirit so if i want to live and maximize and allow the law of the spirit of life to take effect i will not remain born again alone i will set my mind on the things of the spirit i will set my mind on the things of the spirit it will take intentionality it is not going to happen automatically the 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 law of the life of uh, the law of the spirit of life is not going to take automatic hold of you what will make it happen is how you set your mind how you set your mind the reason why the buoyancy that we have in god will find expression through you and i is how we set our mind you see our mind is the umpire in the game of our life our mind or our soul is the one in the middle our soul is the one that makes us to either be carnal or be spiritual if you attend and set your mind on spiritual things you will be spiritual if you attend and set your mind on carnal things you will be fleshly and you'll be carnal that is why you can find a child of god who you know this person is bona fidely born again but is behaving carnally why the, the set the default setting the way they have configured themselves they have done it towards the flesh they feed the flesh let me tell you this whatever you feed grows whatever you feed grows there are many of us listening to me tonight today there are things in you that have not shown up not because they are not there you have not fed it <laughs> you have not fed it it is there as a seed from you remember in genesis chapter one the good jesus god was showing us in that place that there is something about the seed uh, that the life of the forest is in the seed uh, the life of god came to you in seed form if you don't do anything about it it will remain dormant it will remain dormant so many of us we are fed our physical side we are fed the flesh we see many things in the flesh we we focus a lot in the flesh everything we do from when we wake up when we open our eyes is always in the flesh and because of that the flesh is louder than the spirit but this morning god is saying you can set your mind you can set your mind in colossians chapter 3 if you read from verse 1 to 2 colossians chapter 3 from verse 1 to 2 the bible says set your affection set your affection set your affection on things above where christ is seated 
set your affection you can set it in this morning service you can make a decision that this second half of the year i will set my affection on the things above i will pursue spiritual things i will not be lackadaisical about spiritual things i am going to be purposeful i'm going to be intentional i'm going to take the bull by the arms and pursue after spiritual things and you'll be surprised what you will see about yourself you'll be surprised uh, days to come you'll be surprised how you will know some things uh, and nobody taught you about it you'll be surprised how you begin to function in some in some dimensions and nobody taught you about that there are sometimes some people will say something like well i'm not even gifted uh, uh, the spiritual gifts that we find in first corinthians 12 i don't even see any one of them in my life the, the, the truth may be that it is there but you have not fed it and so this morning i'm telling you for the law of the spirit of life to work we need to feed things we need to set your mind uh you need to uh, uh, set your mind on things above because you see your soul your mind is the window to your spirit your mind your soul is a window to your spirit it's not your spirit but it's a window anything you allow in your mind will somewhat condition your spirit that's why sometimes some people's spirit cannot really perceive god they are fed it too much i don't know if you have been there before you'll be in some atmosphere you feel like wow i could almost touch god there i, I was i was i was I, I was just getting revelation i was just writing i was writing the reason is because that atmosphere was feeding a dimension that you don't normally feed now if you start to feed that dimension every day every day you wake up be feeding that dimension you'll be operating naturally there more than you are operating now remember when elijah was standing before Ahab, elijah said one word that every believer in 2003 should be saying he said hey there will be no rain there'll be no dew before god whom i stand he was standing before Ahab, but he was still standing before god he was living natural but he was supernaturally natural that's how we should be living we should stand before our boss we still be standing before god we should be in the boardroom but be in the courtroom we should stand and be doing meetings in the natural but we are downloading intelligence from a realm that is not you will be speaking you will not even say first tell the lord but you are speaking with the spirit of wisdom you are speaking with the spirit of revelation it is possible sometimes you will open your mouth what you will say you wonder where you got that from you didn't read that you didn't prepare that you your spirit has that there is something there there is a spirit in man and it is the candle of the lord we need to feed it we need to feed it what does it mean to set your mind on things above it means to give attention it means to give attention there is this scripture in first kings chapter 20 verse 40 pull it up first Kings chapter 20 verse 40 because you see ladies and gentlemen in 2023 one of the, the the merits of modern day is the plethora of options is the amount of options we have at, 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 about everything and because of the amount of options we have there is a lot of distraction if there is a problem a child of god has today is distraction we are distracted even right now as i'm speaking some people are distracted distracted we can't focus we can't we can't give attention and if you don't know how to give attention you will not know how to set your mind you need to be know how to give attention to the sins of the spirit so that there will be transportation from another realm to you look at this scripture a servant who they told to do something just like how god has told some of us and told us that you see what if you want to gain speed if you want to gain ascendancy you need to understand that my spirit has to help you but now give attention he says while your servant was busy here and there he was gone let me tell you 
if you are too busy if you are too busy you may be doing more than what god is telling you to do you can be hard working but if you don't have time for god if every time you're always making excuse not to be able to keep your appointment with god you have more than you are supposed to have you have added more to you than you should add to yourself the way god made it is that at the cool of the day adam should have finished his work so that he will come in with adam if you are adam that at the cool of the day you are still working you are always busy 24 7 there's something wrong there there's something wrong there you need to have space for him you need to you need time for god because the person that is really busy is the devil you know god is not busy is the devil that is busy running to and fro seeking women if you are busy you are kind of doing some part of his ministry i mean too busy i mean but if you are gainfully occupied that's okay but in this scripture the bible said the reason that that servant messed up in the assignment he was given was that he was too busy and god is asking many of us this morning what have you added to your life that i didn't add to your life what have you prioritized above me what are you chasing that you have left me aside how many days journey have you traveled without me what are you trying to do without me i want you to understand as you are looking at the second half of 2023 i want you to prioritize me because the life in the spirit is about the investments you make if you give time to your spirit man my brothers my sister you will be a better version than this because the spirit of a man is the candle of the lord but that candle can be a weak candle or it, can be, or it can be a very strong candle by the reason of the investment that the individual is making to make that candle strong and god is saying this morning i want to do things but i need your spirit i need the buoyancy of your spirit and that buoyancy of your spirit only op- operates up when you give attention you know in in acts chapter 3 something remarkable happened there that was the first recorded miracles of the apostles i mean they did miracles when jesus was even around but the one that was recorded you know with drama and all of that and they said something to the man that i think many of us should think about so we go to our homes today they said something to him in verse four oh, let, let's take it from verse five let's take it from verse, uh, verse three excuse me verse three he says who seen peter and john about to go into the temple he asked for arms verse 4 says and fixing his eyes on them peter said look on us or in other words give me your attention what we carry the things the spiritual dimension if you give attention to it you will draw it there are many things that you and i can draw only if we give attention that's why you will see many many times uh, the the writer of proverbs will say my son give me your attention i don't want you to give you my i don't just want you to give me money i don't want you to give me a, a, a sacrifice of your labor i want you to give you my your attention there are sometimes people come to church uh, but i wish they gave god attention i wish you didn't even come to church but give him attention i wish you didn't even serve in that department but give him attention there are too many people in church today they are presently present but attentionally absent if we want to allow the buoyancy of the life and the spirit we need to give him attention we we cannot because you see when it comes to our own god not some other deity 
it is relationship that powers his resources it is his, his relationship that powers his resources in other religion it is rituals that powers the resources but in our own case it is not ritual the ritual of coming to church the ritual of praying the ritual of opening bible i can open bible and be absent it's still a ritual <laughs> it's still a ritual remember what jesus was telling martha he said martha martha you are too busy you are too busy and you are busy doing good things there are too many people doing good things but they are too, still too busy and god is saying only one thing is needed and mary has chosen that good path he said it cannot be taken away from her the life and the spirit the law of the spirit of life works when we know how to focus give attention give attention even if it is five minutes in the morning give attention mom give attention to the word uh, dad give attention even if it is 10 minutes uh, uh, sometimes it's not the quantity it is the quality even though the quantity is too should be running after the quality all right because some people stay with quality alone and then they leave quantity there is quantity and quality that's what will make the attention work give him quality time uh, plan uh, as you are doing vacation why, why don't you plan a retreat uh, why don't you plan that this week uh, that we are fasting three days uh, i'm going to come home early and i'm not going to watch that movie that i i wanted to watch i'm going to give god some time i'm going to give god some attention i'm going to give god some space i'm going to feed i'm going to open the window of my soul so that my spirit will become buoyant because i understand that if one word one word from god can change my life peter toiled all night and the bible said he caught nothing some of us have been working since january and this is june if i ask you report card the report card is not good we are focused and majored on the minor this morning the call is this god is calling us to come and major on the major and the major is him is him the major is him why they looked at him their faces were not ashamed they, their countenances was altered there is this, there is something about looking at him even jesus that's how jesus survived jesus survived because of where he put his focus i'm going to close with this scripture hebrews chapter 12 hebrews chapter 12. hebrews 12 i'll read from verse 1 to 2. i put you in front in front of my melody you are all that matters you are all that matters i'll make room for you yes you and i jesus you are all that matters you are all that matters hebrews chapter 12 we can even stand up together because we're closing and i want you to be in a state where you are holding on to the altar on of the altar and seeking help because god can help men my brothers because god can help men and when god helps you we will see that he has helped you when god helps you your speed your result you may not be able to explain it but nicodemuses of this world will have to come to you and say no man can do these things except god be with him they cannot deny it that god is with you this is therefore we also since we are surrounded by so a great cloud of witnesses it says let us lay aside 
well, as we're looking at the second half of the year let us lay aside distraction is a thief when you hear the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy you think it's only by witchcraft it is stealing by by instagram by facebook they are thieves because if he can distract you he's stealing from you he says let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily possess us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us verse 2 it says looking on to jesus why are we looking on to jesus we are looking at his example what is his example he says he's the author and finisher of our faith he says who for the joy that was set before him so jesus was not looking beside him he was not looking behind him he was looking before him he has set his gaze he has fixed his eye and he has said i will set my gaze on the lord i will fix my eyes on him and i will follow him i will not follow what is happening i will just fix my eyes on him if i fix my eyes on him i will make it to the end if i fix my eyes on what is happening i don't have a chance and so this morning god is calling you he's calling me and the question is this how busy are you this message is not just for you i'm as i'm preaching it i'm even me myself i'm asking myself that same question how busy are you how busy are you some of us pride ourselves i'm a very very busy man and that busy does not include god god gets fraction the one that gave you the whole time you give him next to nothing the one that gave you the money you give him next to nothing the one that gave you the opportunity you give him next to nothing and you are giving every other thing something you will not maximize the law of the spirit of life this law works with attention it works with focus it works with that song that we are singing and we're going to sing the song with with all brokenness in our heart saying we don't want to be carnal children of god we want to be spiritual children of God. We want to be men and women that will stand tall in the things of God. We don't want to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. We don't just want everything that is happening natural to just be moving us. Ah, no. No. Paul said, these things don't move me. How do you get to a place where you can say that? You make room for him. You make room for him. We're going to sing that song. And you are, you are going to be praying that song out. Because it's all that matters. We'll put you in front in July all the way to December. You are all that matters. Oh, yes. Yeah, Kaparadada. Front of my melody, you are all that matters. You are all that matters. I'll make room for you. I'll make room for you. To you and I, Jesus. You and I, Jesus. 